Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here on the KCO Day radio program, it's Thursday, so uh, start kicks off. Uh, Ross and I talked about it. Uh, we're very interested in whether we think these two-day work weeks are going to work out. We're willing to experiment on this. Um, I have high hopes myself. I feel that two days is a good number. Right? You know, yeah. ultimately, you just kind of you roll, because here's the deal. The, the shows that are always kind of the craziest are the first shows of the week because you got you know you got to round up, you got to deal with people just getting up and getting back into that same routine. The, the last show of the week where you're just taking everything and you're just kind of sticking it to the wall and people see hope in the uh, in the future. So why not bottle those two days and um, make that the new uh, you know the new norm around here? Just think of all the stuff you could accomplish, Ross. Ross, you said you had a big list of stuff you've been you've been wanting to get it. You know, work on. Wouldn't it be easier by working just two days a week? It would be, yes, yes. I mean, I would prefer uh, it. So, uh, versus, well, hold on. What if you worked five days a week, though? Would that allow you to get to your list as quickly? It would not. Oh, so five days and then two days, very different for Ross accomplishing his list. I, I mean, I got a big stack of stuff I'd like to do, so. Uh, we'll talk to management, see how that goes. Um, anywho, we got uh, coming up on the show. Uh, I don't know why, because we uh, we have a Bob and S story uh, in the stack, but really my favorite story of the entire stack of stuff today is the Capitol Records deal that's no more. And that, I, I don't know is, why I love it so that much. Is the greatest story ever. <laughs> Oh, I have. We're gonna have so many thoughts. I, so I was, I was oh. alone in the studio here before the show. Yes, completely by myself, ranting about that. Why were you ranting? It's, it's so hilarious. Oh, okay, ranting in a good way. You're just like, oh my gosh, can't wait, dude. I'm telling you, because this is even if I I, I don't want to get too deep into this. If you've ever worked, I wrote both Ross and I have worked on the music side of things. Okay. And that's a, that's an important concept, um, because mentally, mentally, if you work on the music side of things, and I'm saying when you literally work, not just like, um, um, 
you know, sometimes on the music side, people do what's called voice tracking, right? So they, you know, the, the computers allow you to kind of drop in your voice between the songs, and you, you don't have to sit in the studio necessarily and listen to the entirety of what you're playing. But uh, I've worked, and I'm sure, Ross, you've worked in a component where you literally were playing the music. You were stuck in the studio, right? Yeah, yes, I've done both. Hey. Okay, all right, and this is important because you, the audience, don't you don't listen to the same extent that the guy who's, who's literally in the studio running the music does. And that's not, that's not some negative thing. That's just it's how people listen to radio. Turn it on when they're in the car, maybe turn it off, turn it on when they're in the shower, um, turn it off, and then uh, so you dip in and out. And as a result, the... The music can get really repetitive when when you work in it. It's just you know because you hear if you do a four hour shift and you literally do a four hour shift, then you hear everything that's played within those four hours. And when you have a very popular song, <clears throat> excuse me, especially back in the day when people were tuning in, wanted to hear that song, maybe didn't have access to it because it was new or something, didn't have iTunes. You would play it on a, on a pretty frequent basis because people hope to catch it. So you you you, you do all of these things, and so it gets very it, it can get a it can get a little repetitive, right? And so there's there's a, there's a whole host of discussions to talk about um, as it pertains to this Capitol Records deal for a very new kind of artist that. Um, uh, has already been canceled and woked out of existence. And frankly, I want to know why. I want to I know actually what the objection is. And I'm going to prove my case, one, with 20-plus uh, uh, years in this industry. Two, the Billboard Hot 100 will be a piece of evidence. And three, just how, um, how happy it makes me, actually, because... I, I, to be a thing within the industry now, so we'll get in. We'll get into that story. We'll get into much more uh, coming up. I'll give you a little more of a rundown. Few stories to hit. It is uh, six thirteen here on the uh, KCO Day Radio Program. Hang on. One zero six one FM Talk and ninety four five WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. I do find it interesting, too, that uh, with the uh, faux, uh, the faux pushback over the Biden uh, uh, student loan insanity, and insanity is the right word, understand that the whole thing is predicated on the utilization of the, um, the HEROES Act which ironically was the very same act that was cited under um, all previous presidents to basically do something that really didn't align with what it was intended to do. HEROES Act was a 2003 piece of legislation that dealt with um, extraordinary circumstances of warfare, uh, national emergencies, but uh, very specific things and very specific groups of people, uh, military, first responders, those kinds of folks, and um, has now been everything under the sun. It was utilized by the Trump administration uh, to basically pause student loan repayments. So now the Bush administration, excuse me, the Bush, the Biden administration 
uh, has decided that uh, you can use it to forever forgive them. And um, I saw some WAPO op-ed pushing back on it, kind of. Wall Street Journal, kind of. Uh, one elected Democrat at the congressional level, kind of. I saw a bunch of folks who said he wouldn't be able to do that, including Nancy Pelosi. You're like, God, oh, that sounds good. Let's do that. And um, it's, it's, it's even more devious than that. And, and just a bunch of people salivating who made horrific financial decisions or <clears throat> can't budget and find themselves... You know, we, we have greatly expanded what we feel uh, is, is a quote-unquote necessity. Remember, we live in a society where um, even within our poorest households, there are things that just simply don't exist uh, from a standards of living standpoint in, in many other countries. So, you know, there's always debate about what is a necessity, what isn't. Talk to anyone who can't budget and has a poor financial skills, and you'll probably find out that there's a lot of things that they think are a necessity that probably ain't. Especially not um, in the uh, grand scheme of things. And, 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 and for people pushing back, going, well, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to go to college, you could go to college and you could get a part-time job, and eh, chances are you could go ahead and pay for a lot of it. And then the universities jacked the rate. Yeah, you know that. You know what? Yeah, absolutely, they did, and that was something that they will uh, continue to do. But do you know what really made it a lot easier to continue to jack the rates? Is you didn't have any oversight on the part of lenders anymore. Once the Obama administration decided the federal government was going to take it over, right? There's there, this is how you provide checks and balances. At some point, if you're Wells Fargo. If you're a U.S. bank, if you're whoever it is, and you're in the student loan business back in the day, and your actuarial team looks at something like, I don't know, uh, a gender studies degree, and you and whenever you loan for one, you find that there's a high default rate, perhaps, maybe, just possibly, that's not something that um, is a very good loan decision. Now, there were actual barriers into breaking down some of the degree uh, degree analysis, but that's government intervention. The ultimate in governor interven uh, government intervention is, of course, acquiring the federal loan program, which is, as I pointed out at the time, was essentially a nod to everyone in academia, 98% of which are your peeps, that uh, they can go and do whatever they want. The money's going to keep flowing, man. That'll keep coming in. You have more, more professors this, more tech that, waters, uh, a lazy river, which is an actual thing that exists on a college campus right now. Go crazy, man. Because the federal governments, <clears throat> they're never going to run those actuarial tables, and this is the net result of that. Absolutely insane. So, and, and, and you know, in a, in a world of, quote, wealth transfer economics, where everyone's concerned about, oh, that tax cut might uh, might benefit people in the uh, top fifty percent of taxpayers. Bunch of greedy corporate people doing that. This is almost exclusively landing in the lap of these upper sixtieth percentile. You know why? Um, a lot of people decided to forego college. 
A lot of people did college in non-traditional ways, even if they did. And those are the very same folks that are going to be carrying the bur- the burden because they are within the, uh, you know, they, they pay taxes. But they will be carrying the burden of the offset of the 300 plus billion, which I don't believe that number. I think it'll be more like everything else the government does. But when you're in a household that's making $250,000, $250,000, and you could be eligible for up to $40,000 in a write-off on your loan, that's the two, that would be two people who have degrees that got it via Pale Grants would be eligible for $40,000 because they have two sections, $10,000 and $20,000. But $125,000 is the capper. So you're telling me that somebody who's making $125,000 to essentially get $10,000 or $20,000 given to them that is that is funded largely like by people that are making, what, 60-some thousand or whatever the national average is? For Again, we're dealing with the national average within the upper 60% of taxpayers, so that's why that number may sound high. Crazy to me. But here's where the plan gets devious. There's a very high likelihood, because the Department of Education arrived at this, the, this thought under the Trump administration. Basically, it's not something the president can do, even delay these loans. That's really not under the purview of the HEROES Act. So the likelihood is this thing churns through the judicial system. Eventually, the Supreme Court goes, no, nah. no, nah, you want to do this, then you pass legislation to do it because it's a budgetary item. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's how you do this. So no. So then if you're the, if you're the strategizing from a Democratic politician perspective, you get the bribe, which is what this is. Right, this is bribing taxpayers. You get the bribe and the benefit of the bribe leading into midterms. And then it wiggles its way through court, is likely fast-tracked because it is a federal issue, and is there to get struck down by the mean, evil, horrible Supreme Court just in time for the 2024 presidential election. And fresh in the minds of many voters out there is how that that time they almost had uh, $10,000 of debt that they themselves took on, waived. And that's where our animal brain gets upset because, uh, you know, we, um, we, 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 we counted that money as ours, and now it's not ours anymore. So then they will react accordingly. This is, I mean, it's just, just a fiddle, man. They're just playing everyone like a fiddle. I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, Casey, this is this is what political strategists and whatnot do. Right. So everyone who's in a position to, one, recognize that that's the, you know, that's the process of these things. Two, the absurdity of this. Three, the constitutionality of this should be screaming bloody murder from the Hill. Remember any time Trump wanted to do something, how every media outlet would write about the constitutionality of it? Well, he can't do this because this. 
sometimes they were right. Sometimes the Trump administration wanted to do things that uh, were, you call it outside the box if you want to be polite, but uh, frankly, he was stymied in doing it, and he had to do it another way. And I'm okay with that. As long as there's a consistent application of it, I'm cool. But the analysis that you're going to see on this, and every analysis that I've seen thus far with just a handful of exceptions, is not about the legality of it, but whether they, uh, you know, it's the right thing to do. Plus, there is the extra added bonus that you're coming, you're coming off and saying that financially we have hit a, this is a national emergency of such great proportion and continues to be so. The people are devastated. They, 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 they continue to be devastated while simultaneously running around and talking about how this is the greatest economy since the roaring 20s. Uh, which is it? Which is it the greatest economy since, uh, you know, flappers were king or um, are people stymied and mired in a financial emergency that only, only this can... Uh, only this can solve. And I haven't even gotten started on the inflationary side of all of this. So, look, you want to weigh in on any of that? Please do our phone number, 888-934-7874. Eight, eight, I, but, I mean, it comes down to what, what more can you say? If, if you are a logical-thinking individual, you realize what a giant steaming pile of BS this is. And it should make you angry. 888-934-7874. Hang on. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning. It is 6.35 here on the KCO Day radio program. I've heard this discussed before, so it's not a new thing, but, um, and I think it was, rep- I'm trying to remember what movie it was, where they essentially represented it in a movie. Um, and there has been scientific analysis that literally uh, reviews the, the beat, the hook, the music <clears throat> behind today's uh, top, uh, from a cultural standpoint, uh, songs. And I think what they did is they went through country songs and they figured out that there was a very repetitive. In fact, it was, they did this and then The Onion did a thing on it too. And I remember thinking that it was very well done. Um, but the idea that, a, you know, that a computer essentially could put together music that we, the consumer, will like based on what they understand to be popular. Whether it is the way that the music sounds, whether it is the words that are utilized, the subjects that are covered, you name it, could a um, could a computer do a better job? And here's why this is dangerous: artist development and everything that goes along with it. There's a lot of cost associated with that. Well, you got to locate them. Got to figure out who's popular and 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 why they're popular, and then how to market them, and then how to get them uh, out. And things change obviously with current technology. Back in the day, um, the way that you would get an artist and build them to popularity is different than how you would do it today with the advent of the internet. And I understand that. And there's many artists that themselves get popular and go viral, and are in a better bargaining position generally 
when then approached by a record company who wants to distribute their music. And if you're a record company, you'd love to eliminate all those costs. So here we go. Here's what happened. And, and uh, it, it has apparently backfired uh, significantly. An AI-powered robot rap star has been canceled just days after being signed by a major record label. FN Mecca, am I saying that right? <clears throat> and is the FN, would it be pronounced FN Mecca? I don't know, I'm not too hip. Anyway, uh, has boasted millions of followers on TikTok, but now the faux rap artist has been abruptly dropped following backlash against his lyrics and the overall persona. The record label, which is Capitol Records, which is a huge record label, they're the ones uh, that have that famous iconic building in Hollywood there, the big circular one there. The record label also issued an apology to say that any people who may have been offended by signing the futuristic performer, they said they're very sorry. Quote, CMG has severed ties with the FN Mecca project effective immediately. We offer our deepest apologies to the black community for our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about equity, that they got the equity in there, and the creative process behind it. We thank those who have reached out to us with constructive feedback in the past couple of days. Your input was invaluable. All right. <coughs> so, what did they do? Um, a black activist group called uh, Industry Blackout, which if you go and you learn more about this, um, is their main goal is they feel that the uh, that black artists are underrepresented in various aspects of the music industry and or taken advantage of. Uh, maybe that's head of labels. I don't know. Um, I, I would argue that that the music industry is very progressive in all different aspects of it. You know, some of the top labels, music labels in current history, all right? I'm not talking about way back in the day, but arguably, I guess I should. I mean, Motown Records was a thing, and it was a big, 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 big thing. But many of the top labels that are out there and the top uh, labels that have produced number one big-time giant legendary artists are black-owned labels. But some, some, some even without Suge Knight, thankfully. And if you want to get into the music side of things, Ross, do you happen to have the Billboard Hot 100? Remember back in the day when they used to bring that big magazine in and we could see it yeah. physically? Uh, gone are those days, right? Um, without looking at it yet, how, what would you would you say that there is a likelihood that in the Billboard Hot 100, which is the you know the running tabulation of the top 100 songs uh, in the country right now, would you would you say that the that the black community is represented? I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Would you say that arguably, if you want to just go pure percentage of population, arguably they're overpresented which I got no beef with, right? People are going to listen to what they're going to listen. So that's, 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 that's the group that, that is driving this. However, that's not really their biggest argument. No, their biggest argument 
in um, in evaluating this is that they feel that quote F and Mecca is a direct insult to the black community and our culture, being an amalgamation of gross stereotypes and appropriate mannerisms that derive from black artists, complete with slurs infused in lyrics. Um, Ross, did you want to play then their top hit Florida Water? Uh, which was released on Capitol Records. Apparently, it's very, very popular. Could you go ahead and play that or throw that on there? Uh, pr- probably not. What? Oh, you, you didn't want to? You didn't want to? I, uh, I, I just don't think there's it. enough bleeps at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's a lot of the F word in there, huh? A lot of the F word, yes, and a lot of the, a lot of the N word. Oh, a lot of the N word and a lot of the N word. Not a hard R, not, not the ER. It's a, yeah. yeah, 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 the, the uh, Right, yeah. You still yeah, can't play it. Huh, that's so weird. Well, obviously, that's uh, that's something that is unique to this AI here that came up with this, right? This AI who literally was programmed using technology that analyzed the most popular elements of current rap songs and, and uh, well, popular rap songs to create hits. Creators Anthony Martini and Brandon Lee said everything except for Mecca's voice is computer-generated, so... This is an important component. Um, so the actual person that's voicing the lyrics, the music, the beat, the words, all of that is AI designed, and it's super catchy by design because they've taken all the elements of all the big hits out there. But then it is an actual person who says those words. Because I know some people are going, well, you know, what you have there is you have a computer that's saying it, and if it's... But arguably, if it's computer programmed by people who are black and the word is acceptable in use if you're black, especially within the music industry, then what's the beef? But in this case, they actually have a black dude who is voicing the lyrics, uh, just not his lyrics. Quote, as of now, a human voice performs the vocals, but we are working towards the ability to have a computer come up with and perform its own words and even collaborate with other computers as co-writers. The authors believe, uh, or the entrepreneurs believe, that uh, the AI-generated music is the way of the future. Quote, the old model of finding talent is inefficient and unreliable. It requires spending time scouring the Internet, traveling to shows, flying to meetings, expanding resources, all in search of a magic combination of qualities that just might translate into a superior act. And you know what else that uh, the AI bot doesn't do? OD on their 27th birthday. So there's that. Or or commit suicide uh, with a shotgun, where you know, which is definitive and proven that that's exactly what happened. None of that happens uh, in the middle of a uh, a bustling career. So with that in mind, I understand why the motivation would be there. But let's get to the thing that is driving this story. And that is the the gross generalization and misrepresentation of artists within the rap genre. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. By utilization of the N-word and swear words? This isn't like, remember that other story we had where the AI bot went insane and started going on Twitter saying like the Holocaust never happened, they had to shut it down? Yes, yes, Remember yes, that? Yes. And yes. then because it was taking in everything it was getting and it was having conversations and people started messing with the bot. Or so Chan and Reddit right. started going after it. Yes. Right. This is completely different. <laughs> this isn't like it's malfunctioning. It's doing what it's supposed to do, right? right? You have an AI who's going over all of like, you know, listen, they say to the bot, listen to every hip hop song, every gangster rap song ever made. And take that in and then look at everything that it has to do with the culture and, you know, in media and whatnot, movies and everything. And we want you to take that and come up with your own lyrics and your own song. And we want to hear what it's like. And then it comes back and it's like, all right, I've done all that. I've listened to all the things. I've watched right, all right, the right. things. I've learned all the things. And here's my song. And then the song happens to have like the N word in it a lot and a mm-hmm. lot of F bombs a lot and a lot of violence. And they're like, I can't believe this is what it came back with. It's racist. <laughs> it's doing exactly what it was supposed to do. That is a reflection of 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 what a you're watching. Right. That's what it is. Music. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And you're Within like the genre. What are you talking about? It <clears throat> did a great job. That's exactly what it is. And they're like, we can't believe it uses the N-word. Yeah. It does a lot, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, oh wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All the country AI bots oh, no. done. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Oh, no. Look at that. So, look at that. Guy's getting drunk this weekend, playing the jukebox, and his truck got repoed. I can't believe it would be disparaging. Why would it do that? Why is it making fun of white trash people? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, no. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so dumb. What do you want it to come back? You wanted to take in all the information, and then you wanted to be sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. It's catchy though. That song's catchy. That's what the dude. That's what this is about, man. In in the minds of some people, this is this is why it's going to be interesting. It's not just in the rap genre. It's in you know whatever genres. Um, <clears throat> some people are going to look at this, and if you're a if you're a music producer and you can get away with nothing but bots and you don't have to deal with the downside of music, you're gonna jump all over this, man. The downside being the things that I just mentioned, you know, early demise, uh, PR nightmares, right? Because because the AI bot ain't out there tweeting their every thought when they're drunk, yeah. unless right? you program it to do so. Well, and then you know, <laughs> then you turn into that Microsoft bot you mentioned earlier, right? I love how I love how we're just skipping over yes the most obvious fact here that's what it took in 
That's what it spit out. It's the same thing. It has to do with every AI or every computer program. It's only as good as the information that's fed into it, man. All right, 888-934-7874. Back in just a few. Your day, smarter, and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All right, good morning. It is 6.53 here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, phone number 888-934-7874. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Jerry writes, you don't need an AI bot. Oh, you know what? That is a very good point, sir. Jerry's pointing out that we don't need an AI country bot to simply write the greatest country song because Coe did it. That's right, David Allen Coe. Boy, you want to talk about canceled, man. I think he flies just enough under the radar because he got some lyrics that people are not going to appreciate. Yeah, that's right. You never even call me by my name, and it's the, 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 the second verse written the perfect country and western song. Raj, you ever hear David Allen Coe uh, in the Perfect Country and Western song? Uh, yeah, we've talked about it before in the show, like probably like eight years ago. So yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know the lyrics, um, me uh, hold on, I was because I, I think I know them off the top of my head, but I want to make sure I have it. I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison, and I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station in my pickup truck, she got run over by a damned old train. There you go. That's probably with the uh, where the AI bot beheaded. Right there. It also it just doesn't make sense because they're saying like it's taking a job away from you know someone in the black community. Well, there's somebody voicing the lyrics, right? Yes. And yes. he's really talented. He sounds like a combination <laughs> of like Little yeah. Wayne with like the raspiness and speed of like Ja Rule or whatever. If you want to, if you've never heard it, and we would air it, but like I said, it's nothing but f bombs and n bombs, and it's very inappropriate. But this isn't even like remember the the. Joe Rogan deep fake where With it wasn't even his, hockey. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even Joe Rogan's voice. Like they just programmed it and then it could like speak like Joe Rogan. And then they, they said, Hey, we want you to listen to every Joe Rogan podcast ever, every stand up ever. And come with what you come up with what you think a Joe Rogan podcast would sound like. And it was talking about like DMT and, and UFC and like you said, chimps playing hockey and all this weird stuff. And it, yeah, because that's what it took in. So, I mean, you can't get angry at this bot for listening to this stuff and then coming back with what it did. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, wow, the grunge bot is done. It's taking in all the grunge. You ready for this? Angst. Lots of angst. I can't believe and, it. And apparently society doesn't no, understand it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it just shot itself with a shotgun. So, <laughs> did, did it, though? What? Did it that's really? What the, that's what it says in the news here. Why would you question that? Who are you to question? Some people are, are pointing to his AI wife as being responsible. Why would you create an AI wife? Well, for the AI, AI artist. Yeah. Right. Mean, you need to have a yeah, muse. Oh, that's a very good point uh, right there. Right. You need to create a reason that it hates its life. Oh, wait. Somebody just pointed out that the 96 AI rap bot is not dead, but living in the Caribbean under an assumed name. <laughs> is it an assumed AI bot's name? I don't know how that works. I have a lot of questions as to how all of this stuff works. But what a what a thing to get irritated about. I'm, I'm telling you, if you really are bothered by that and you're just like, 
well, I don't understand why the word it's all a bunch of N-words and, and swear words and and violence and, and criminal activity. Well, you're getting what you're feeding into it. And if you're cool with that music, then that's fine, but you got to be cool with it, you know, people uh, people putting a mirror to it, which is essentially what happened. I wonder if there's a, if it's a coincidence that the last song, like the song that came out with the last one, I believe. Florida Water. The, the one I was seeing was called like F the Media. Oh, F the Media. So okay. I wonder if that's if that's a coincidence that suddenly this is a story and that it got dropped from Inslatable. Because it, it said F the Media? Yeah, but it wasn't a fan of the media. It says that the media was lying to you. Full of crap, <laughs> fake news. I wonder if that's, you know, what really made so this take bot. off. It's a rap truth bot. Right. Yeah, you know. Obviously, it's a fan of uh, Donald J. Trump. Oh, man. Can you imagine if they'd have plugged that all in? Do you, do you remember that Tom Hanks SNL bit that they did during Trump where he's like the redneck with the with the yeah, uh, Make America Great Again hat? And, and he goes to Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Right? And, and it's a really, really well-constructed thing because what they're pointing out is they're pointing out that people <clears throat> who, are, who are not in the upper echelon, right, <clears throat> who are the day-to-day, who are struggling to get by, regardless of the color of their skin, have a lot in common, man. So, like, if they started hearing things that look through... Because when you twist the narrative uh, from, uh, you know, from a political standpoint as to uh, how different groups should be only represented by one side or the other, it doesn't allow the truth to filter through. And that's where we find ourselves. So, yeah. I can see people getting a little tweaked if they felt it was going in the, quote, wrong direction. Absolutely. here on the KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Weird, weird, weird. Uh, Coming up in this hour, if I can get the stupid little computer thing to load. There it goes. Ah. Apparently we had some updates over the weekend and I was sick of hitting the snooze button. So I thought, well, oh, let's just do that during the break. There'll be more than enough time. Nope. Wants to be a jerk about it, so here we sit. All right, so uh, anyway, a um, couple big stories going on out there. One, uh, obviously having to do with the student loan insanity. There's some people who, frankly, probably shouldn't be weighing in on this. Like Lawrence Tribe was out there. That's the big moon bat Harvard lawyer guy. And he just, he's so happy about this. He's just, because he realizes how great this is going to be for his um, <clears throat> Harvard Law students. Right. Because that's what, you know, some plumber out there who's just doing their thing uh, wants their tax dollars used on. 
to supplement Harvard Law students. Absolutely, 100%. So, yeah, Tribe probably shouldn't have weighed in. Um, a variety of people have put soft pushback out there because I think, I think that they know. These are folks within the media. I think they know what a dumpster fire this is. Uh, they know what uh, a constitutionally problematic uh, move this is. And so I think they want to have a little bit of plausible deniability when it does uh, backfire. Or more specifically, when voters uh, reject this going, but that, that, is, that is not what I signed up for. Because there is, a, there is a whole socioeconomic component here. At the end of the day, it's a, it's a bunch of people who make less money who, in many cases, are supporting people who make more money. Now, sure, there's some folks out there who got a useless degree and never really panned out, but they took the loans. So while they may make less, uh, those very same people that are paying for it are going to be resentful about supplementing people's bad decisions. You ever talk to somebody who you know is making a really bad decision? And you just, and, and, but in your mind, this is generally my thing. If somebody's making a really bad decision and you don't ask my opinion of it, I'm probably not going to say anything. Don't care. And even if you do ask my opinion, I'll probably not want to get into it as long as it's not affecting me. So now you're telling me that when people make poor decisions in the world of college loans, which the feds decided they wanted to be in the business of, well, guess what? Now I get to have an opinion and I, frankly, we should be able to make that decision. There should be means testing for federal student loans. And what I mean by that is there needs to be a percentage of people that utilizes those loans for a particular degree where they are they end up with the ability to pay those loans back. And if you find a high propensity for individuals who are going into a particular field or degree, then we need to be running an actuarial table on this thing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on on the right, that's four Patriots, the number four, Patriots.com slash on the right. It's the only responsible way to handle it. But they won't do that. <coughs> They're not going to sit there and, and do that. You know why? Because there's going to be a huge swath of the wokest of woke 
who would find themselves who would find themselves on the outs. And those are the very same people that are uh, you know in the in the progressive pocket there. So nah, you're never gonna see that, even though that would logically that would logically be the uh the the thing that you want to do. They're not gonna sit there and play that game. Instead, they're gonna sit there and they're gonna cringe and they're gonna suck it up because they're getting what they want. And it, it, even even when they have to sit there and listen to uh, Joe Biden get in front of a microphone and say stuff like this. Many of you had to leave school because of financial strain was much too high. About a third of the borrowers have debt but no degree. And worst of both worlds, debt and no degree. The burden is especially heavy on black and Hispanic borrowers who on average have less family wealth to pay for it. There's no, they don't own their homes to borrow against to be able to pay for college. Really? They don't? I know both black and Hispanic law, uh, uh, homeowners. I count them among my neighbors. A couple of them got pretty good degrees, too. Good jobs. Sound a little racist-y to you? Now, some people would sit there and argue and go, well, Casey, what he's talking about is statistically. Right, but anytime I bring up statistics, if they don't comport with whatever the racial messaging is, then it's racist. Don't believe me? Go to any Twitter thread where somebody decides that they're going to post some numbers from the FBI's criminal division. That devolves in about 13 seconds. Which makes no sense, right? Now considering, you know, the last few weeks. Because you'll post the FBI statistics, and they'll be like, oh, you can't trust the FBI. They're racist and systematic right. racism. Mm-hmm, blah. Mm-hmm. And, but now, do. yeah, right. Wait, are you saying are you saying that there's a double standard? Perhaps. Huh. So weird. So, But it's compassionate racism, and that's what's important to understand. I saw this thing going around on the left where people are saying... The, the overlap of people saying that, you know, you should be responsible and pay what you owe to the people that say taxation is theft is 100%. Ha, 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 that's really intelligent. I just owned all of y'all for being hypocrites, which is completely ridiculous. What? To, yeah, I saw that, which is completely, because on the one hand, you have people who are taking out loans voluntarily. Right. On the other hand, you have people who believe that taxation is theft, who are, never have a say in the matter, right? And if you don't pay it, you are imprisoned. You're mm-hmm, threatened mm-hmm. by imprisonment. So there's right. sort of a difference there. Plus, the people that tend to say taxation is theft mean it about the income tax. It's a completely different thing, right? But also, those people tend to pay their taxes because it's the law. Well, and, and they actually, I saw a, a variation of this, to your point, uh, and the variation was uh, tax uh, the Trump tax cuts, right? They said, well, nobody, nobody was upset when Trump did his tax cuts. How is this any different? I don't know. It's a thousand times different. Everything because, is different about it. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. I guess the only thing that would be not different is there's a president involved. I I, I don't know. It and it, it it comes from this misnomer that the money in your pocket is the government's money, and what they allow you to keep then becomes your money. When in reality, it's the opposite. Whereas, as Ross just pointed out, when it comes to student loans. That's you signing up, man. 
Right. As opposed to, you know, if I don't pay my taxes, they imprison me. It's force of imprisonment. It's completely different. Oh, barrel go, of the gun. Barrel it, of the gun, you know. I mean, I didn't go to college. I couldn't afford it. And I'm among 70% of Americans who did not go to college. And now you're forcing us to pay for those that did that and probably made, you know, better jobs and making more money. Don't you, yeah, don't you feel like a schmuck, huh? Are you going to pay my mortgage? Just, yeah. Not, right, not you. So you. I mean, you know. Uh, so you want, you, you want your mortgage paid now? I, I think I deserve it. Like $10,000? Can I get your vote if I was to <laughs> find a way to kick 10000 into your uh, mortgage? Because, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I swear that political strategists think about, sit around and think about. And that, it, whole, that whole scenario is, uh, all, all this is a vote-buying scheme. And this No is a, question. A, this is a legit question I have for you. Yes. So if this, you know, if they decide this is not unconstitutional, it goes forward and they forgive the debt, what does that mean for all future loans in this regard? Is it just going to happen every five or six years where they say, hey, we'll take that 10000 off? Or is it just sure. a one-time deal? Sure, because remember, the feds control this. Now, if we were in a logical world where the banks did this and they ended up having to take write-downs or any of the rest of this, um, <clears throat> it probably would change somewhat how they loan although maybe not i don't know because there's such you know there's there's such intertwining uh between politicians and many of these big corporations and i I like how people when they look at banks and big business they all continue to go oh well that's you know the the realm of the republicans um the biggest companies in the in the united states are strictly on the side of democrats big tech companies uh, many big uh investment companies 100%. So do I think that there'd be, you know, they'd be willing to bite the bullet a little because they knew that there'd be benefits on the backside? Maybe. But it would all be a negotiation. But when it's with the feds and you feel you could just unilaterally do it based on a 9-11 bill from 2003, then, of course, why wouldn't they be back any time they need a shot in the arm ahead of an election cycle? Sure. So I, uh, I got no doubt in my mind. All right, 717 here on the KCO Day radio program. We get an update on that Atlanta Wendy's shooting from what, like three years ago? Two years ago? That's going to play out exactly how I told you it would play out. I guess maybe we're far enough away that they that there's not a riot, but uh, we'll find out. And uh, we have a woman uh, seeking revenge. And boy, did she ever. All that and more coming up on the KCO Day radio program. The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All right, 723. Good morning, KCO Day radio program. Also coming up on the show. <clears throat> excuse me. Um we have a uh, we got an update on the Mar-a-Lago investigation. The DOJ uh, deep diving, getting to the bottom of what's going on there, leaving no crevice unturned in their uh, search for justice. That in uh, just a few. First phone calls, folks hanging on. Let's get to it. Steve, you're up first. Go ahead. Hey, so, yeah, uh, I just wanted to, you know, drop a little nugget of knowledge on you two, bantering back about, you know, this college loan stuff how wrong it is. The government's been paying for college loans for decades. Well, not the whole loan, but, you know, they've, they've been supplementing college loans for decades. 
I, I can't understand why you guys are, you know, wrapped around the axle on this so much. I mean, you know, there's the, there's a small caveat, but you, you got to give four years of your life away. You know, there's a possibility you get blown to pieces or, you know, definitely shot at. Uh, you're not with your family. You know, in some cases, you don't see your firstborn. But you do get 10 to 20 grand towards your college. So I, I, I'm confused why we're all upset at Mr. Biden right now. Do you want a, do you want a bunch of gender studies people being first to land on the beach? Yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. No, oh, yeah. no. That would be that would be ten minutes of that would be the opening Stand scene back. of Private Ryan and then nothing. So. He's a sandbag for the real men to come behind. <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. Yes, the uh, military side of things. You know, the difference is there they were literally supplementing and then paying it out versus carrying the loan on their own. My grandfather availed himself of the GI Bill post World War II. He ended up going to Stanford. Yeah, I know. Um, apparently, he said it was a little less crazy uh, there in the Bay Area at, at that time. So, um, and you want to know a fun fact, Ross? This is how this is how far Division One footballs come. <clears throat> so, uh, you know how tall I am, right? My grandfather's a little shorter than me, and he played for Stanford's basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> He had a picture at his office. I remember as a little kid. I'm like, it never, it never clicked with me because I had no appreciation for Division One sports. But now it's just like, that looks like a bunch of short white dudes. What's going on here, man? Uh, so, what year did he play for the Celtics back in the day? What's that? What year? What year did he play for the championship Celtics teams in yeah, the fifties? Right? Yeah, yeah. No, didn't didn't <laughs> before Bill Russell came along and crushed them all. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, you know, I had other stuff he had to get to, like family and stuff. I was watching a video of Bill Russell, yeah, uh, jump like jump over a dude from they the half on. court line. It was amazing the other day, like the the difference, the comparison. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, things have evolved, so there is that. But uh, let me grab a call here, Chris. What's up? Hey, um, you know, I, I was thinking that there, that the government paying off these loans isn't the only source. If that's going to be contentious, they could just pass a law saying that um, if you look at a major within a university and they have a high default rate or they have a high student loan rate and they're not making what they expected, they should be able to do a class action against the, law, the university, and the university should have to pay them back, including the fees. Well, they tend to, they've, they've done class actions against for-profit schools, which have been quite successful. And if you remember, a lot of the loan forgiveness that the Biden administration's done up to this point dealt with people who pulled loans to go to those for-profit schools. Um, but for somehow, uh, some reason, it apparently can't be done to uh, non-profit schools, sir. Yes, but the government can change that. We I could fix it. I understand. Those people could have a solution right now. Well, they could. They, there's a lot of solutions they could have. They could sit there and also look at the idea of uh, loaning $100,000 for a master's degree into a uh, position that has an average uh, salary in the low 40s. But they don't yeah, do but that. realistically, they're not going to tackle that. So what you do is you you just say, oh well, here's the, it's the university's fault. It's not our fault. University's fault that says, oh well, you're a sociology major, but you need to come back and get your master's for another twenty grand so that you can actually even get a job because right. we didn't prepare right. you to get a job in your first four years. Right. So that but, would be a hey, case where on. you could no, sue no, no. them. Hey, the university. No, no. Yeah, no, and I'm sorry to cut you off there. I just have a few seconds left. I agree with you hundred percent. 
I would just rather that you solve it on the front end so you're not just simply enriching lawyers. You know, from... Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning. 7.35 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Of course it's Florida. Spring Hill, Florida. I don't even understand this insanity. Apparently a home uh, uh, burned to the ground over the weekend. Or No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, this is actually as of Wednesday morning. Why is the date then? Oh, whatever. Um, an air fryer that was left to run overnight sparked a devastating kitchen fire at a home in Spring Hill early Wednesday morning. It's after 6 a.m. I have a question. Okay. Why is your air fryer running all night? What on God's green earth are you cooking that requires the air fryer to run all night? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. What's the longest you ever put anything in your air fryer, Ross? Do you even know? But like 10 minutes. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe a combination of 10 minutes and 10 minutes or whatever, but because you, you're flipping stuff, but. How an air fryer just runs overnight is beyond me. There, there was this YouTube channel where they that was the whole premise of the YouTube channel is what can we put in it and how long. I saw one guy put in a Big Mac for okay. something like five or six hours. And then I think he got up to like 12 hours. Uh-oh. <laughs> does, I, why does it even go that long on the timer? I don't know how, I don't know how long mine will go for. Well, I think he had to keep resetting it. Uh, yes. But in this case, apparently they were able to run it overnight. It had to be a malfunction. But Jen begs the question, was it one of those drunk pizza moments? If everyone here's had a drunk pizza moment. Are we, is that, are we on the same page here? You know what the drunk pizza moment is, right? Oh, of course. You go, you, you come home from the bar, you've been out with your friends, you're like, ah, you, know, you know, it tastes good, Tostino's, or Totino's right now. Is it Totino's or Tostino's? Because no, I'm there's, two, there's, there's, there's each. There's oh, there is. Each. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. So you're like, all right, I need a, I need a Tombstone pizza. 
So uh, you go and you preheat the oven, get the old tombstone out. Maybe you got a baking pan. Maybe you don't give a, give a crap. Put it there on the top thing and just hope it don't drip everywhere. You throw it in the oven and what happens? You pass out, man. And you're awoken by you're you're awakened by the sound of your fire alarm going off as the uh, smoke fills your kitchen and adjacent rooms, eventually creating a smell and odor that frankly you smell for weeks. It's it's the it's like the um, the odor of shame that haunts your home before eventually eventually going away. But you know, in that case. I understand how an oven gets left on. I don't understand how an air fryer gets left to run that long. Didn't even think it was physically possible, and they do a crap job in the story of explaining it. All right, 888-934-7874. Here on the show, I told you we get a Mar-a-Lago update. Let me grab that here real quick. There it goes. Uh, According to the DOJ, the Taint team has been reviewing documents seized by the FBI during its raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. According to a senior law enforcement official familiar with the process, uh, they say the review by the Taint team began after the search warrant was executed on May 8th. The official said that it is standard procedure for the department to use a Taint team to go through documents obtained during the search in part to identify records that may be protected by attorney-client privilege. So, um, yeah. Uh, so it continues to escalate there with now the uh, taint team on the uh, on the job. Can you think of a team you'd, le- you'd less want to be a part of than the taint team? Other than, like, the Red Sox or the Patriots? But other than those two. That's probably number three. Just a pure shame, man. You couldn't come up with some other name for this? Would calling it the perineum team be, uh, uh, would that be too obvious? Because now you can put that out there, and I can't help myself because I'm a juvenile at heart. I see that the DOJ's taint team is on the job, and I just I start laughing, man. Because they're kind of an in-between team, right? They taint an investigative team, and they taint a prosecutorial team. They're that uh, that soft middle to the whole process here. So it'll be interesting to see, I guess, what uh, or not, um, uh, what uh, what comes forward. So that is where the uh, Mar-a-Lago investigation is headed at this very moment. And you ready for this? Because you just know that uh, we needed this. A spinoff movie of Ferris Bueller's Day Off apparently is is a go. Okay, so I'm going to need some volunteers to help me commit murder. <laughs> what? Why, why do you need, what do you need murder I for? I have some things I have to do. So I, just some people, listen, they had it coming. Call it retribution, not murder. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> what? But they're not redoing the movie and they're not doing a quote-unquote sequel. So is that, isn't that partially better? It is, I guess. <laughs> Perhaps. And then you're like the premise of the movie. It sounds like a joke. Like it can't be. It real. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the premise of the movie is it is a spinoff 
and is titled Sam and Victor's Day Off. And if you don't know who Sam and Victor were, Sam and Victor were the uh, valets uh, that took Cameron's uh, dad's Ferrari for the joyride in the movie. So, yes, they want to do a Ferris Bueller's Day Off spinoff using the valets who were in the movie for, what, a minute? And and do a show about that. And then, obviously, they, they'd say it would have a Cobra Kai vibe due to the fact that it's literally the Cobra Kai creators who came up with the idea. Um, here's the, here's the uh, PR quote. Ferris Bueller's day off was epic, but the valets who stole Cameron's dad's car had a pretty insane day, too. It's time for their story to be told. Thrilled to be working with one of our Cobra Kai superstars. Then they go through that. You're telling me that's the, I, I don't want to give Hollywood ideas. You're telling me that's the best possible spinoff from the entire movie is the two valets? Are you going to have cameos by the, um, you can have cameos by the uh, other characters that were bit players. I saw them. They were. I saw an interview the other day with the dude who played the uh, the um, the host at the restaurant. You know, who was all snooty about it, and he was he was breaking that down like he had won an Oscar for it. But that, I was going to say, I grudge the guy. But. I I would rather see a show about Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. I want to know what happened when he went to the restaurant. His table wasn't available. Did he just not show up? Why didn't he show up? Was he busy? How did he become the sausage king of Chicago? Who did he have to or, take down for that? Crime, right, probably. I right. Don't know. So you want a whole gangster vibe up in that thing? You know, it's funny you mentioned the sausage king of Chicago because there, I had a conversation with a guy one time, and I'm kicking myself to this day for not bringing up Abe Froman, sausage king of Chicago. And it was only because I had such I had hell travel. So I was flying to Dublin, Ireland, okay? And my uh, flight was from uh, Minneapolis to Chicago to Newark. Oh, yeah, I had all the layovers. And so fly from Minneapolis to Chicago, Chicago to Newark, and this is Continental back in the day. And they did. we did this weird thing where, like, oh, we couldn't land in Newark. They ended up diverting our plane to Philadelphia and said it was a... Uh, uh, we had uh, fuel issues, except we landed. We we drove to the other side of the tarmac, and they literally they took somebody off the plane. I was sitting way in the back, so I don't know what was up. Anyway, we uh, we then get back. We fly. We land in Newark with no problems. Now everything's late, and eventually it took me a day and a half to finally get to Dublin. But that's not the part of the story that I kicked myself over. So seated next to me on the flight from Chicago to Newark was, at the time, the vice president of Vienna Sausages <laughs> in Chicago. He probably knows Abe, like, personally. So this is the thing. So we're sitting there talking, uh, and I had been upgraded for that segment of the flight. So we're sitting there, and we're talking, and we're talking about, because uh, he's also, even though he's going from Chicago to Newark, he's also on my flight to Dublin. So he was equally as pleased with everything that was going on. Um, and so he's talking about, you know, hot dogs and Vienna sausage and all that stuff. He gave me some coupons too, which is very nice, nice, real nice guy. He's going over there to play golf. And they already do some bunch of golf courses there in Ireland. And, and I got off there and I swear within a day, I was telling someone about this when I got to Dublin and he was just, and he was like, did you ask him about Abe Froman? And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I cannot believe I screwed that up, man. You're sitting next to the Sausage Prince of Chicago, and you don't ask him about the Sausage King? What are you doing with your life? But I started wondering if maybe he's heard that question about three billion times. So, All right, um, let's go ahead and do this. It is uh, 746 KCO Day radio program. Ray Stajic ready to go? All right. Yes, sir. Lock and load. What do you got nope. for us today, sir? Well, um, sounds more like a middle summer forecast with... Some stray showers, thunderstorms around, uh, mainly south today. Got a big batch of rain coming through South Carolina and east-central Georgia, but it looks like um, that's going to stay south of a line from uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, to Fayetteville and out toward uh, Jacksonville here in North Carolina. It's weakening as it goes, but it's a pretty decent area of rain. I think just here locally, some isolated showers, thunder showers, are close to 90. Uh, same thing tomorrow, stray shower, storm, 90 degrees. And over the weekend, not much in the way of rainfall. Warm and humid, though, as we're into the low 90s, Casey. So really, if anything, we're getting milder and more humid over the coming days as we look ahead toward the last couple of days of the month. The tropics have kind of woken up a little bit, a disturbance heading into the Caribbean with a low chance of developing, and one that's come off the coast of Africa. Um, Longer-range guidance, Labor Day weekend. The American model, the crazy one that always tries to develop something long-range, does try to put a tropical system in the Gulf of Mexico. So maybe, maybe things are starting to get a little busier. I hope not, but maybe. You got less than a week to get this crap in order, man. I know, I know. We got it's, we got uh, zero, zero week college football. That was, I know. Yeah, the real the the real big 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 games won't start until after. But right, um, yeah, we got yeah. a bunch of teams playing, including local teams. So yeah, that, this uh, weekend get that figured out, man. This weekend, yeah, I will do that. Okay, all, all right. right, just so we're clear. Thank yep. you much, right. sir. Appreciate yep. it. All right, Ray Stajic there from the Weather Channel, back in just a few minutes. Hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, 7.52 here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, phone call time. Folks been hanging on. Let's do this. Ryan, you're up first. Go ahead. Hey, Casey, so uh, I'll make it quick. You think working for the, the tank under the FBI department's bad, the uh, energy department just came out with the weatherization assistance program named WAP or WAP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think they're doing this stuff on purpose now. Yeah, but it's still not as bad as uh, Red Sox, sir. So. Or, excuse me, the Boston Red Pox, as we renamed them on the show. Oh, by the way, hold on. I guess see if this is true. Somebody just sent me an email. Well, Ross, why on the Twitter header am I still referred to as an aspiring air fryer enthusiast? There's no aspiring. Acquisition's been made. Testing has been done. I will have to change it. To uh, what? Active air fryer I mean, we'll find out. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't see the name on line two. So, all right. Oh, line Scott. two, whoever you are, go ahead. Hello? That is Scott. Okay. Scott. Scott, what's up, man? Hey, bro. I remember a few weeks back, you were talking about some of the uh, kind of pornographic stuff that Hunter Biden had been Googling. And uh, when you were talking about the last two stories, tanks and Sausage King. I'll bet those might be on his laptop, that too. Was the, it was the Taint team, sir. I can't have people just calling in. That's, it's, it, 
bunch of juveniles. No, I don't understand where you get this inspiration, people. By the way, anybody else think John McAfee is still alive? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that notorious John McAfee, high tech vogel, mogul who lived a strange life shrouded in power, mystery, violence, international espionage, uh, describing himself in the new Netflix documentary. Uh, quote, James Bond meets Scarface with a little Indiana Jones. And you know the whole thing, right? He's floating around. He went to Belize. Um, government was looking for him. He was in international waters. Got all this stuff going. Non-extradition countries eventually ended up over in, what, Spain? Taken into custody, put into prison. Was said to have died. Probably did, but uh, in the uh, in the uh, documentary here, they speculate that uh, maybe he's alive, and he had he had quite a few run-ins, man. Like his neighbor, remember his neighbor died, and it was like, it it sounded a little murdery, and people were wondering what exactly was going on there. There's the videos of pictures of him, uh, you know, trying to look like gun of Rambo kind of guy over there. Um, he had actually, at one point, he fled Belize to Guatemala by boat and actually had a cameraman for the news outlet Vice with them while they were doing that to avoid a police raid. Uh, in Guatemala City, he was arrested by Federales, Interpol on a passport issue. He announced he was seeking asylum. He claimed that uh, uh, corruption on the on the uh, Belize government on, on their part led to all of this. Then he's going into jail, and days later, he, quote, has a heart attack, which forced his transfer from jail to a hospital. And the whole thing just kept escalating and escalating. Uh, McAfee ended, uh, ended his relationship with uh, his, his woman at the time, a sex worker he picked up in Miami. McAfee ran for the uh, Libertarian Party ticket back in 2016 for president. Um, let's see. I think he also thought El Chapo was after him at one point. Yeah, yeah, he accused the Sinaloa cartel of essentially coming after him. So some people described him as paranoid. Some people thought he was uh, just a guy who had a lot of information that many governments didn't want out there. 2019, he admits he hadn't paid taxes for 10 years, and that's when the government gets really crazy. So you got the backstory there, obviously. He was eventually arrested, I think, in the Dominican, actually. He got deported to Europe, wound up in Spain, arrested again, awaiting extradition to the U.S. on insider trading charges. And in June of 2021, uh, right after his, expedition, his extradition was approved, he was found hanged in his cell. And he actually had written something about this, said, if I suicide myself, I didn't, I was whacked. Well, you got a bunch of people in this documentary claiming dude's still alive. Maybe he had information to trade, any of the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, John uh, McAfee is apparently our new Elvis. By the way, the McAfee company worth $14 billion. 
So some argue there's a bit of a monetary side to it as well. All right, lots to get to in our last hour. Phone number 888-934-7874. we got hate crimes to discuss. We'll get to the bottom of those. Coming up, hang on. Good morning, everybody. It is 8.07 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program, and uh, lots of fun stuff going on, as per usual. And by fun, I mean some things that also make you want to tear your hair out. And uh, one of those things, of course, is <clears throat> excuse me, uh, student loan insanity. The uh, report I just saw on CNBC is now estimating, although the White House is pushing back, that uh, the average taxpayer to cover this uh, this scheme to buy votes, I'm sorry, uh, uh, to forgive student loan debt uh, will in fact cost the average taxpayer $2,000. So that's how much you're paying. So for those of you who either went to, who went to college, paid your loans, went to college, and are paying your loans because you signed up for it, two, didn't go to college, didn't incur loans, Went into, uh, you know, went into a field that didn't require it, uh, you're on the hook. As long as you have tax liability, you're on the hook. So there you go. All right, uh, to help us break it down, former Congressman Mark Walker joining us. All right, uh, vote buy-in, or am I just being paranoid and uh, just nasty no. this morning, Mark? Okay, all right. Uh, no, no. I, 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 first of all, good morning, Casey. Hope you're doing well. Uh, but no, I don't think it is, because this is, this is all about control. Uh, once... The federal government, sometimes state, but mostly federal government, once they control your health care, your education, Social Security, more and more dependency that's created, they also now have your vote. Uh, and if you look at Biden's polling numbers, which haven't been great specifically among those that are younger, but uh, but I will tell you, this ultimately helps uh, the white community more than it does minority communities. If you look at the different uh, discrepancies in student loan. Uh, this continues to reduce people pursuing the American dream, maybe even reducing the desire to produce it. When you have, get this, when you literally have people who couldn't afford to co- go to college or maybe chose not to go to college are literally paying for those who did go to college. And I think this is a crazy moment in time uh, that I'm hoping, because uh, Republicans have lost momentum a little bit the last few weeks, I'm hoping this will slingshot back the show how progressives ultimately want to expand the government to a place that it hurts most Americans. You know, and I saw people online, they're saying, you know, they were, they're seemingly caring what members of Congress are thinking about, but in reality, the, the, uh, this isn't something that goes through Congress. <clears throat> they wanted this, they could have done this uh, when they had control of Congress. And, uh, well, Nancy, and, Pelosi said, yeah. uh, Nancy Pelosi said last year, Casey, that, that the executive branch in fact, Joe Biden also said he couldn't do this with a stroke of the pen. Nancy Pelosi followed up with last year, said the, 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 the executive branch, the president doesn't have the authority to do this. This has to come through Congress. So the question is, is this executive action even legal 
when you're talking about wiping off uh, or transferring this kind of debt, this kind of wealth from one group to the other. I think it's very problematic. Well, but 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 hear me out here. So um, you have one, you have this election cycle where arguably it could be impactful. The likelihood is, though, considering it's based on the HEROES Act from 2003, which I would point out uh, every president since then has used it for something that didn't really fit the bill of what it was described to be used for, including Trump. Uh, he used this as part of stymieing loans and putting off and delaying payments to the point where uh, DeVos's office finally came back and said, I don't think he can legally do this. So if this does go to the Supreme Court, you get two bites at the apple. One, you get the benefit of saying, hey, here we are to save your bacon with the, um, uh, we, you know, with this money. And, and then secondly, as it goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court likely knocks it down. In 2024, you get to run again on how evil the mean Republicans are. Well, you, you, you do, and that's probably their, their, their playbook strategy. But I think the big argument here is one thing about delaying or deferring. It's another thing when you're talking about uh, the amount of money, uh, hundreds of billions of dollars that you're looking at. And I think there's a good argument that this does not, uh, would not sustain. Now, how much damage can be done? And, and if you do wipe out the debt, how in the world are you going to go have a court case rule against it and go back and have people pony up the $10,000 once it's, once it's wiped out or transferred to somebody else. That's not going to happen either. Oh, well, then, but how doesn't it happen? I mean, you're in this limbo. You're living in this limbo area. You add it back to the principle. Um, so, I mean, what if the Supreme Court says it's not legal, then that money just doesn't exist? I don't, I don't know how you would do that. There are plenty of instances where people who following a court decision find themselves with a financial liability they didn't begin to begin with. So I don't Oh think yeah, but I'm just unfair. saying as far as no, no, I don't think it's unfair at all. Uh, that was the point that I was making is I don't know that you can go back and once you've uh, transferred this debt from individuals that they're going to feel obligation to pay it even if the Supreme Court rules for it, they'll just carry that debt and it never gets paid. That's what I'm going to tell you that I feel like that a lot of American people would look at this. And what does that look like? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand the concept of just pretending that three hundred billion dollars doesn't exist, man. No, it no, it has to get. Ultimately, it has to get paid. But but my point is that uh, first of all, this is atrocious. But it, if it does eventually go to Supreme Court, two or three, four years down the road, this action, this executive action, is immediate. Uh, w within weeks and months, people that are making less than 125000 on on this, the wording of this, those debts are wiped out. So how do you come, my question is, how does the federal government come back three or four years later from now and say, oh, we're going to, we're going to come back and, and that $10,000 that we so, um, so-called waived or forgave, now you're going to have to pay it back. That's going to be problematic. And I, and I worry that, that we're continuing to spend in a way that it's, reducing American dream or the desire for anybody to get out there and work hard and pursue it. I, I, and this is what I'm trying to drill down on, Mark. I hear what you're saying. I don't know, and I understand that you, that you may describe it as problematic, and many people will as well, but it doesn't seem outside the realm of something that would be easy to do, considering that these, these loans are serviced by the feds, man. And many, in many instances, there's going to be a continued student loans, right? They're only going to take a part of it. So either adding it back to the principal or... Um, uh, either adding it back to the principal or simply saying, yes, this is a debt you incur, is something that, that the government does all the time. Just ask the IRS. 
So I, uh, I agree. I just think it's going to be. Go ahead. I just think it's going to be more complicated. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be more complicated than than that simplistic. Once these debts are forgiven or wiped out, to come back years later and to do that. Look, I think you should. I, I think you're responsible, no matter how long the time frame. I'm just telling you, it's going to be more problematic later on down the road. And if I know the federal government the way I think I do, that's going to factor in some of this. Okay, but I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm hung up on this because I don't feel that that uh, I don't feel that I can uh, tell. Well, because it, it, the government has no problem sitting there and squeezing you for money. It says that you owe in every other instance. So if the Supreme Court says that they didn't do it, and the Supreme Court is the law of the land. Right, they couldn't do this. They didn't do it. It didn't happen. And all we're doing essentially is moving around, uh, you know, uh, digital numbers at this point. I refuse to believe that that order wouldn't bind them to sit there and add those balances back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Yeah, let, let me put it this way. Uh, I know we're spending a lot of time on this, and maybe it's important to do so. If, you, if you're making payments on the car, let's say you're financing with Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and they send you the title that says paid in full, my only point is it's problematic to come back years later and say, oh, my bad. Uh, I know that, that during this, in 2022, the administration, you're, 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 you received a free and clear debt paid on your student loan, but we're going to come back now three or four years later and say we're going to uh, create a new debt since that one has already been paid of the amount that was forgiven. My only, I'm not saying it's not justified. My only point is that's going to be problematic for the system to be able to do that. Can they do it? They can. I'm just saying this is this is a way the Biden administration, uh, this executive action that they said they couldn't even legally do as, as early as last year, uh, creates that kind of problem. I'm not disagreeing with you on the principle. I'm just telling you it's going to create more problems down the road, even if the Supreme Court rules that, 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 that the Biden administration did not have the authority to do so. Well, then people shouldn't pay their taxes. Well, we may be getting to a place at some point when you have this kind of uh, ludicrous executive action. Over. All right, uh, Mark, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you on hold because your phone is uh, making all sorts of weird noises, and uh, Ross going to drop you and pick you back up. Okay. 
getting this weird little staticky okay. thing. All right, so Mark's on hold. We're going to figure that out. So what's going on there? Sorry, it's just it it. So then, what's the point of a Supreme Court ruling if uh, then nothing will happen? And if nothing will happen, even though it's mandated to happen, then why the hell should you be contributing into the system? That is the thought process that is going to enter a lot of people's minds. And I understand that once you get a little ways away from something, people aren't as, uh, you know, because we, uh, we got the short attention spans, but uh, just mind-bogglingly bad. Bad, bad, bad. All right, so we got them back up. Here we go. Uh, Mark Walker joining us again. All right, so hopefully your phone doesn't crack out again this time. Oh, oh good. All right, Mark, are you there? Making sure my I'm here, yes. Okay, rock on. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um. So yeah, I, I sit there and I, I I see this stuff and I and I understand that every day and every time we see something like this and this all goes back to um, the uh, the Obama administration deciding they want to take on federal student loans and I called this back then and I also pointed out that it would leave to it would lead to essentially unrestricted growth within the what colleges are charging because. There's not an actuarial table necessarily that a bank might have to sit here and look at the idea of loaning somebody $150,000 for some sort of uh, social sciences degree and the absurdity of that. So once the feds are doing it, um, it's, you know, essentially it's a wink, wink, nod, nod to the universities. And um, this is where we find ourselves. So what do you... What do you do in this position? Do the, maybe, maybe what you have to have is an administration saying this is absurd. The Fed should not be in the student loan business. I'm sick of I'm sick yeah. of the excuses that because the because somebody has chosen to expand a portion of government that it can never be unexpanded. That's the Republicans' greatest downfall. They it, it, refused, it is, and, I, and I I do agree with you wholeheartedly. There, when you look at the really the scam that's become. Uh, the college tuition fees because they knew these these students, 18 and 19 years old, would go and sign their name when they had never signed to any debt before. They didn't even have a credit card, but they literally could sign their name owing as much as six figures on some of these uh, degrees, which even make an argument some of these degrees did not prepare them to get out in the workforce. That, that's, that's an atrocity when you can't get go to the bank and get a $500 loan you can go to college and sign your name and get tens of thousands of dollars overnight, practically, uh, to pay for student loans and, and, and or to pay for tuition and to pay for other things, frankly. Um, there's no discipline between 18 and 19-year-olds for most of them to be able to know how to manage or handle that money. And it puts them in a situation because a lot of them, a great percentage of them, never even finished the degree but are now stuck with tens of thousands of dollars of debt. Uh, it, it is problematic, but the government system has been created, and uh, maybe there is a, a momentum or some point that, that, that you could get the government out of the student loan business or at least greatly restrict it. No, but, I, but I, there needs to be an attitude not just on this front but on many fronts that they're going to go ahead and they're going to quash some of these expansions of government. Look, I have people sending me, here's an email I got, how about just letting the lenders write off the loss against their taxes? What people are failing to understand is this debt is mostly held by us. Right. Yes. Yeah. This, this is the is federal correct. government's. You're not writing off loss against anything because the federal government doesn't pay taxes. It is taxes. That, that is, nailed it exactly. And that's why ultimately the burden comes back on the taxpayers, not some lending institution, credit union, or bank. Yeah. I, I look if 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 private institutions and they can still make some student loans, but if they they should be the total mechanism for this. 
And the fact that we got away from that is uh, is exactly why we're here in the first place. All right. Um, Absolutely. A couple other things here. I don't want to dwell on that the whole flipping time because I'll lose my mind. Um, what do you see going on with the uh, the whole Mar-a-Lago thing? Uh, if you remember last we spoke, we were in that position where they're like, uh, Trump wants to release documents, but he wants all the documents released, so he released his, and then Mary Garland's like, well, we can't release all of ours that you know showed the showed the reason for the season. And uh, now the back and forth ensues. The Justice Department is now filtering through the documents. The Trump administration uh, or Trump administration officials are regaling us of not just documents, but memories that involve uh, specifically the declassification at the behest of the president on the final day in office of many of these documents, a process that seemingly wasn't carried out by the incoming administration. Don't know how that's legal. So where do you see this thing at and where do you see this going, Mark? I think it's going to ultimately be a, a, if you want to just break down wins and losses, I think it's going to be a win for Donald Trump. I think it's going to be added to the six years of constant attacks, many of those unfounded from the Russia collusion, the impeachment processes. Uh, I think this ultimately, from a PR standpoint, helps him. Uh, was there seven or 800 pages that, that I've been seen and told that, that were classified, some even top secret, that probably should have been handled a little bit better? Yes. But to send 30 FBI agents that were armed uh, into a private residence, specifically the former presidents, is unprecedented. But it's also showing you how to, out of control some of these agencies are. We began to peel back that with James Comey. I remember questioning him. I remember questioning Peter Strzok on the House Oversight Committee. And you began to see a shift that uh, radicals were using these agencies, or in some cases they were radicals themselves, to abuse the power. And if you want to talk about the real swamp, I believe these are the problems when it comes to the DOJ, when it comes to the IRS, in trying to maintain some kind of ceiling on their ability or power. If the DOJ or IRS comes after you, there is no private citizen, maybe with an exception or two, that has the resources or the legal prowess to be able to push back. The ultimate goal is to get you to plead to some wrongdoing. Uh, however, uh, Trump and uh, with his name funding, etc., cetera, uh, one of the great things about him is his stubbornness to push and fight back. And I think that's why many of the people still are loyal to him when they saw these kinds of abuses. Uh, Mark Walker joining us this morning. I know we got kind of into just two topics, but uh, there's some big ones for sure. And uh, I'm sure more will be developing. So let's chat next week, sir. Appreciate the time this morning, okay? Take care, Casey. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. Uh, Mark Walker joining us here on the KCO Day radio program. All right, still to get to, a uh, we got a little revenge tale. A woman got revenge for a little, some, uh, little heat of the moment issue she walked in on. And uh, this might be the ultimate male screw-up I think that I've ever seen. It involves schools and guns and um, uh, maybe an address issue. We'll give you the details of all of that, plus... Uh, a bunch of stories we need to get to. KCO Day radio program. Trump. 106.1 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, welcome back. It is uh, 8.36 here on the KCO Day radio program. This is so. Let me do a little compare and contrast real quick. <clears throat> Let me show a few of those other stories. 
Uvalde School Board's police chief, Pete Arredondo, has been fired following the botched response to the shooting in Uvalde that killed 19 students and two teachers. All right, and if you remember, that was the whole process they were going through. That's what they decided to do. Did anybody see what happened over in Japan yesterday? So you know that the former prime minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, uh, was assassinated here not that long ago. So the head of the uh, Japanese police force. Right, hold on, let me have this right in front of me. I read the story earlier, and then I flipped back and forth on something. Do, 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 do. It's just, it's a cultural thing, okay? I just find it very interesting. So they pretty much had to put the screws to this dude uh, in Uvalde, and they said, all right, well, you're out of here. But the police chief for Japan has decided that he will resign following the fatal shooting of former PM Shinzo Abe uh, at the campaign speech last, uh, uh, last month. And he was doing so because he uh, is to take responsibility for the assassination and the failing by the Japanese police to stop said assassination. So this dude's uh, essentially politically suiciding himself because he feels shame uh, for not doing his job. And he just comes out and randomly announces it. Meanwhile, um, they had to go through this whole process there in Texas. Just find that an interesting, uh, interesting little cultural thing there. All right, let me flip over to uh, a couple other things here. Uh, Jonah Sampson has been arrested following the spray painting of swastikas on Atlanta's Gay Pride Rainbow Crosswalks. Because this is the thing now. If you want to just draw in streets and do so for uh, political or at least issue messaging. Um, that's what we do now. And do you remember when they first started putting the BLM stuff in the streets where they, and it wasn't just crosswalks. It was like the entire street. And then like people would drive on it. But if they drove too aggressively on it, all of a sudden it turned into a whole thing. Now I got it. There was videos of some people, you know, doing donuts there. And it was, it was definitely to send a message back, but arguably, if you're sending a message one way, the idea that people are going to send a message back is not that uh, surprising to me. And, you know, some of them are ticketed for reckless driving or doing, you know, illegal traffic stuff, which I have no problem with. But, you know, it got turned into a whole thing. Well, here you go. Uh, this is also somebody sending a message, but not the message you think. Yes, a spray-painted swastika was found on the Gay Pride Crosswalk, uh, which prompted Atlanta's Department of Transportation to uh, quickly arrive on scene and clean it up. However, the symbol was also found on the crosswalk Friday, this time next to an anti-gay slur. All right, so uh, what sort of evil Nazi white supremacist uh, uh, homophobe is out there doing that? Well, obviously it's going to be some incel little uh, militant white dude, right? Some master, some dude who thinks he's part of the master race, and then he can't even get a date. <clears throat> so, thirty-year-old uh, Jonas Sampson uh, arrested. Let's go over and look at him. Uh, the oh no, oh no. Now that's weird because I thought we were going to have some little uh, little Ross. Did you put the, is the wrong picture in this story of the guy arrested for the swastikas? On no, the no, it's, no it's the original photo. 
But it's from another story, and it accidentally got transposed here, right? No, no, it's actually the guy. Because that looks like a black dude with the with the swastika and the Nazi stuff. And I don't know how that uh, would comport with Nazi ideology. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Oh is the is the is there a problem with the with like the filtering of the of the cut and paste? Right? Is that you know like sometimes what it'll do is uh, like when you when you try to put the read thing on, you know, like reader mode, it'll sometimes it'll misalign pictures and stuff. I'm sure that that couldn't possibly be the guy because I was told uh, when the story was happening that it was uh, some uh, white supremacist dude running around doing this stuff. I mean, I know it's a shocker. I mean, who could have foreseen this happening? Hmm, that is a good point. I don't think anyone could have foreseen it. Atlanta installed the Rainbow Crosswalk in 2016 after the Pulse nightclub shooting. I like how that's described as the Pulse nightclub shooting. I know what you're saying. You say, Casey, somebody shot the... Yes, but that was a terrorist attack. Was that not a terrorist attack? We all agree that that was a terrorist attack, right? We had the audio at the time of it where the guy was inside where you like, yes. Right? He said why he was doing it. Except there was also the part where he was, like, super gay, too. Right? Remember, they are like, oh, he's doing a lot of scouting trips. And he just happened to be hanging out there a lot. And then he was hanging out at other gay nightclubs. And like, yeah, he was doing recon. And I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like he was doing a whole lot of recon. But then there's also that theory that we have here on the show that anytime there's a terrorist attack, the media... And probably the CIA spin a governmental uh, a conspiracy theory that the terrorist was actually gay as like a deterrent to future terrorists. Yeah, this whole thing's weird, man. It's not the only story out of Atlanta either. Remember the police officers who were charged, one particular was literally charged with first-degree murder following an incident where uh, officers responded to a Wendy's parking lot I mean, what was the guy? He was, like, sleeping or something, right? I can't remember what it was. He, like, fallen asleep in the drive-thru or something. So they respond. They're trying to get to the bottom of this. Eventually, 
it turns into this nightmare scenario where you had a taser deployment that didn't work, and then you had him take a taser from another officer. Another uh, One officer's down already, and uh, the officer at that point realizes that, hey, if that dude gets, gets the taser, deploys the taser, and puts me in a position where I can't defend myself, he could take my gun and the worst could happen. And you saw that officer open fire. And I got to tell you, I watched the whole video, and it's a long one if you watch the total interactions. It's a really good study on how something can go from zero to 60 really quick. And then all of a sudden, you had this uh, this district attorney who was, uh, you know, wanting to bolster his image as, uh, you know, being one of these defund the police people ahead of the election. So he did. He way overcharged this dude. And as we pointed out here on the show, it would just be worse once people figured out that that was way overcharged. Then eventually the charges are dropped and you have a bunch of activists who are irate over it. Well, lo and behold, they have dropped the charges. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so uh, apparently sitting there and charging them with that was uh, excessive to say the very least. Uh, Pete Skendalakis, executive director of the Prosecuting Attorneys Council of Georgia, said that Officer Garrett Rolfe, who shot Brooks twice, uh, uh, Rayshard Brooks was the uh, man's name in the car, uh, in the back, and Officer Devin Bronson, the APD uh, department, faced a dynamic situation that was quickly evolving. They will not face uh, charges over the uh, deadly use, as they shouldn't. And by the way, what happened after that? Remember, they burned that Wendy's down. Literally burned the Wendy's down, man. Body cam and patrol car footage reveals Brooks admitting he consumed alcohol before the encounter with law enforcement. He would later consent to a PBT, portable field test, a test that came back well above the legal limit. As soon as officers tried to detain him, he resisted arrest, wrestled his way out of the officer's control, who both fell to the ground. While the officer struggled to apprehend Brooks, he snatched one of their tasers and attempted to fire at Rolf before fleeing the scene. That's when Rolf fired three bullets at Brooks and ultimately killed him. And the idea that you would sit here and you would charge this dude. I have a question. How do you not, how do you not go over that uh, after that prosecutor now? Don't give me prosecutorial discretion. That was 100% political. 100% political. There's no question. How do you know how do you not go after that piece of crap? Well, you'd say, well, justice was done. They decided to go ahead and do away with the charges. Right, but that guy was willing to risk this guy potentially being executed, right? They have the death penalty in Georgia. I think they do, even though we don't really execute that many people nowadays, at the very least spending the rest of his life in prison for doing something that seemed pretty prudent based on the situation. The Atlanta Police Department says it will respect the prosecutor's decision in the case to run a special prosecutor. I How about a more throaty statement than that, Atlanta Police? How about, you know what? Good. That officer did their job, and uh, doing their job's not always pretty, and but, you know, we'll, we'll move on from here. No, they're like, well, you know what? We'll take, uh, we'll take the decision. I can't. I, all of you folks in law enforcement, where it is abundantly clear that nobody has your back uh, once you get into the upper echelons of your departments. 
I don't know, man. I don't know what the future looks like for sure. But let me do this. Uh, he, here is a future teller. His name's Ray Stajic for the Weather Channel, <laughs> except his scope limited to weather. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it is. And uh, thank goodness, right? Um, a batch of moderate to light rain going through South Carolina, eastern Georgia, staying south of the line, basically from Rock Hill to Fayetteville and Jacksonville. So that better chance of light rain will be south as we go through this morning. Otherwise, um, not a bad day. A pop-up storm this afternoon uh, could hit some of us. Temperatures close to 90. Same thing tomorrow the weekend. Probably a lot more dry than wet. I can't rule out a shower here or there, but Casey, I think the message will be we're actually going to get warmer before we get any cooler now as we get ready to wrap up the month of August next week. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay. We'll come back and chat with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on. Your day smarter and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All right, good morning. It is 8.53 and Bloomberg Update now with Jeff Bellinger. Jeff, what's going on? Well, good morning, Casey. Welcome back. Uh, stocks broke a three-session losing streak yesterday. The major averages managed to post small advances in midweek trading. All of the gains were less than half a percent. Some positive news from overseas may help the market today. European stocks moved higher after China added more stimulus to boost its economy, and new data showed that Germany's economy was stronger than previously thought in the second quarter. Futures are a little bit higher this morning. Dow futures are up 35 points. The government still says the U.S. economy shrank in the spring, but not by as much as initially thought. It's now estimated the gross domestic product contracted at a six-tenths percent annual rate in the second quarter. Tesla cars and optional features, of course, keep getting more expensive, but shares of the electric car maker are more affordable today. Tesla's three-for-one stock split took effect after the markets closed yesterday. Yesterday was a big day for Peloton. Shares of the exercise equipment maker shot up 20% after it was announced the Peloton bikes and accessories will be available on Amazon.com. But uh, Peloton reported this morning that its quarterly results fell short of estimates and its stock is down pre-market. Scouts from the Department of Agriculture are conducting a crop tour of the Midwest. They don't like what they've found so far. Drought, heat, hail, and grasshoppers have taken a serious toll on the nation's corn crop. And KC, if today was April 1st, one might think this story was a creative bit of humor from a public relations department, but it's no joke. Oscar Mayer is introducing what it calls the cold dog. It's a frozen pop said to taste like an Oscar Mayer wiener. It's available in just a few markets, and the company's wiener mobile has samples available if you happen to see it cruise by. Well, no, no, hold on. I'm so, I'm actually very intrigued by this. So it's it's going to be a hot dog on a stick, essentially, but you suck on it. Yeah, they teamed up with a with a an ice cream, a dessert maker, and ah. came out came up with this. So right. it's it's yeah. a it's a pink it's a pink creation on oh, a stick about the yeah. size of a hot dog, uh-huh. and has yeah. some uh, <clears throat> some yellow yellow swirl on it to resemble the mustard. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm 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 going to pass, but. For what it's worth, there Not it is. me. I'm going to be dropping these off over like sorority houses and stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Good Lord. Well, you right. have a good time. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I will. <laughs> Thank care. you. All right. There you go, Jeff Bellinger. I mean, it just seems like the wrong month to release it. <laughs> like they missed an opportunity here. What, whatever do you mean by that?
I don't know. You know, I'm busy in here, man. Are you? What are you, what are you doing? In oh, there? man, I'm so busy. Yeah. Good Lord. I have so many thoughts. A 36-year-old woman has been arrested after she cut off her boyfriend's um, sports car. Well, you know what? We may have to change the euphemism sports car to whatever this stupid hot dog thing is. You know what I mean? Just saying. Anywho, um, cut off her now, but understand why she did it. According to police, the woman claimed that she had uh, she had been uh, living with her boyfriend for two years, following a divorce from her husband, who she said was an alcoholic, who had abandoned the family. I guess she's trying to paint a little bit of de- uh, desperation here. Hold on, stop it. Jeff clearly doesn't get it. Just stop it. What? I think he got it. Why? No, he got it. He's just professional. Yeah. He's not He's not juvenile like we are. Well, Ross is busy, so he doesn't have time to be juvenile, but I am. Anyway, back to this. So uh, she, had, she had to go to work. She came home, and according to uh, police, she said that she walked in and found her uh, living boyfriend having sex with her 14-year-old daughter. At which point she said she grabbed a kitchen, uh, it was a knife or shears. She, uh, she grabbed a kitchen knife, re-entered the bedroom, and uh, choppy choppy. According to police, by the time they arrived, he was in critical condition. I guess he's still alive. It doesn't say whether he was able to uh, um, get that reattached, though. So... Anyway, I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously what he's doing is he's committing a significant crime there. Should probably get a little trouble there. I think there'll be some mitigation. But sometimes it's, uh, you know what? Sometimes juries just let it go. Do you remember that guy in Texas who was at, what was like a rest stop where they had like an old barn or something near the rest stop, which was like a little historical thing? And this dude had, I think he had two kids, older one and younger one. They went off over by the barn. And the older one returned. He couldn't find the younger one, so he goes looking for it. Goes around the back of the barn, and some dude is literally molesting his kid. And he beat the man to death. Beat the dude to death. Yeah, it sounds like not guilty to me. Yeah, that's what the jury in Texas thought. Yeah, that guy was was, uh, jury nullified, or maybe a judge. I can't remember if it was judge or a jury, but uh, either way, yeah, they went the not guilty route, so... Understandably so. Yeah, you could do sorority houses. Um, got a lot of options here. Just take it to the beach. Find some people who might want something cool. Snack on on the beach. Well, spring break action. I'm just saying, uh, I, I could be the marketing director for Oscar Meyer on this. If you guys want to give me a call, please do. We'll see you tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.